I enjoy it. And we'll be in the book of John, uh, chapter 8, uh, verse 12, if you have your Bibles. Uh, John, chapter 8, verse 12. <clears throat> when y'all get to that, or why y'all get to that, I've uh, had a few health problems over the last month, and uh, not something I talk a whole lot about. Uh, I know most of you, so I don't mind talking about it. I was pretty much told Thursday uh, that I am most likely a diabetic. And uh, kind of hard news to hear. Uh, when you hear something like that, I immediately uh, changed my lifestyle. Uh, I just heard it Thursday. Uh, I, I made a change. Uh, I'm afraid of death. I don't want to die. I don't want to leave my family. And uh, I like to be alive and see people. You know, I got a home in glory waiting for me. But uh, you get news like that, you change a little bit. Uh, it has a little bit to do with the uh, uh, message this morning. In John uh, chapter 8, verse 12, the Word of God says this, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we... Thank you for allowing us to come together here this morning. We thank you for the presence of the ones that had a desire to come out. Lord, I thank you for the food. I thank you, Lord, for just a desire to come and preach the Word of God. And Lord, I just pray that you'll continue to watch over us, that you'll lead us, that you'll guide us, that you'll use the Word, Lord Father, in a way that we'll be lifting you up, Lord Father, in our spirits, our spirits, Lord, and just watch over this church, watch over the, uh, these men, Lord Father, in this brotherhood, that you'll continue to bless them. In Jesus' name I ask, amen. Now, uh, Jesus said unto them, I am the light of the world. And this week, or uh, I believe it was last week, last week I, I went into our bedroom and we, we have a lighting issue in our bedroom. And, uh, I don't know if I've ever told anybody about that, but we have one ceiling fan in the middle of the bedroom and it's got one light and it's a pretty large bedroom. So, you know, it's pretty easy to understand. It's kind of dim. Over in the corners it's dim in most of the, uh, most of the room. But I started to think about light and how it affects everything, and, and light in this particular verse in the Greek is phos. Now phos means to shine, it means to manifest rays, it means to uh, be luminous, it means to, to shine. Now it's very easy to understand that this King James word here, and pretty much every other Bible to the light, is a very good translation of what Jesus is. Jesus is the light of the world, and I started to think about uh, what exactly is light? And uh, I've thought about it a lot of times, and I've even preached a little bit on uh, the light before and, and the, the absolute speed of light, how it does not change when it's in a vacuum or, or how it's affected. Uh, but I looked up the Merriam-Webster uh, definition of light. I said, well, you know, surely somebody can give me a good definition. The definition in the Merriam-Webster dictionary is something that makes vision possible is what light is in our English dictionary. So I want to think a little bit with you this morning about what light is and how Jesus is the light of the world. Now, my bedroom is dark, okay? Uh, you couldn't see good in it. I get ready on Sunday mornings. I try to get a tie and a, and a shirt and a suit or, or try to get dressed in the mornings and just trying to find a brown uh, dress sock and a black dress sock in a dark area is hard, okay? Uh, we've suffered <laughs> so bad uh, with a dark bedroom, and we've complained about it and complained about it. And finally, I, I got a wild hair. I did some research, and I found some lights that I liked 
that were easy to put in. So I ordered me four lights, and I, I put them in the bedroom, and I got some wire. Uh, we came home. I got everything, but once, once we got everything together Friday, uh, we got home at 8.30 at night. Guess what Zach did? Uh, Zach crawled up in the attic, <laughs> started cutting holes in sheetrock at 8.30 at night, and by 10 o'clock, I had me lights working off the switch. Everything's perfect. Everything's working great. I turned those lights on for the first time. Y'all realize how proud I was of how good them things looked? Them lights came on and they lit up my bedroom. And there were some things that happened at the moment that I turned those lights on. Now, the first thing that I noticed is if you want Jesus in your life and you want the light of the world in your life, He's going to show you your filth. Okay, He's going to show you just how bad that you've been living in your life once you bring Jesus into it. Now, I turned the lights on in that room and I seen dust in my, room, in my bedroom that I never knew existed. Uh, I have a TV over in the corner and one of the lights was right above the TV. And when those lights came on, I seen a layer of dust across the top of that TV. I seen a carpet that you know needed to be vacuumed once I had the lights on. I, I seen just dirtiness everywhere. And, and my, you know, we, we seen cobwebs over in the corners. We start to see the problems in our life. They're much more obvious when you bring the light into the situation. Now, letting Jesus work in your life and bring His light in will show you just how unworthy and how filthy you are. Really, it will. You start living for Jesus and you really shine a light in this world and in your own life, you'll see what your problems are. And I had a lot of them in that bedroom. And, you know, we, we had some laundry and we had some things going on in the room, but they look ten times worse when you can see them good. Okay? And each one of you have problems in your life. And when you bring Jesus into the scenario, it looks that much worse when you really start focusing on the light of the world. Okay? And John chapter 4 verse 18 says, Thou hast had five husbands, and in whom thou hast now hast is not thy husband, in that sense thou truly. What he did was he went to the woman at the well and he pointed out some of her faults. He pointed out some of the things going wrong in her life. Now Jesus does that for each and every one of us. If we're a children of an almighty king that we are, we're, we're, we're a child of the king. We have the blood of Jesus spiritually running through us. We have a lot of the world within us. I, I'm glad that we don't really have to go very far to get it. I, I'm glad that Jesus, if we just ask Him, will come into our lives and help us. He is the light of the world. He will show you just how filthy you are. He'll show you how sinful you are. He'll show you how much you fall short each and every day. He'll show you a life that you've been living that's not acceptable to His standards. He will show you issues. Now the next thing, I realized that my bedroom was filthy. When I turned on those lights, I realized just how much better life can be when you can see it. <laughs> Y'all realize that? I turned those lights on, and I realized just how good it was to be able to see. I, I didn't understand it when I had all those years in the dark, but once I had the light, I, I realized just how good it was. I could see good enough to get a brown sock and a black sock. And that looked like a fool later in the day when I looked down and realized I got on the wrong socks or, or something that doesn't match. I could see things without having to turn on the flashlight on my phone. Now, I understand my bedroom was dark. There's one light and it's not that. It's almost something like this with an LED bulb. 
it wasn't good <laughs> vision in that room. Okay? And you know what else I did is every time my wife walked into the bedroom and I happened to be in there and she would flip the light on, I would say, look, look how nice them lights are. <laughs> we had so long without them. But now, even now, it's been, you know, a week, week and a half, she walks in, turns the lights on, I say, whoa, look at how good that is. Look at how nice it is to be able to see. Look at how nice it is. And, you know, I bring that up to my wife, and I brag on my wife and the work that I did <laughs> to get the lights in there. But what is it any different on bragging on God for the light that he's brought into our lives? Just how good is your life because of what Jesus did for you? And, and we don't say anything about it. I'll probably be saying something about those lights for years. You know why? Because I like to I like to egg my wife on. I like to puff up about what I've accomplished, the picking of her. I would never do it with a bunch of people over at the house, but I'll do it with my wife. And why, why don't we do that with the people that are, are children of the King with us? Why don't we uh, exalt the Lord Jesus Christ uh, when we say, look at what God has done. Look at this wonderful light in our lives. Look, at, He's giving us guidance. He's giving us direction. He's giving us an ability to see. And we don't brag about it. Hey, I brag about it. God's been good to me. I told you about you know, uh, you know, going to the doctor and getting bad news and getting the news I didn't really want. I'm glad I've talked to a lot of people just in the last 48 hours that have made me feel so much better. All of them have been pastors and preachers from all over the country that I've talked to about different issues. And I'm glad that I didn't have to go across the country. i got people I can talk to here close by too. I'm glad that when Jesus did that for me, when he saved my soul and he gave me the light of the world, I want to tell people about it. You should too. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8 it says, But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto them in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Praise the Lord. When you got saved, we got a great commission in the book of Acts, at the very beginning of it, to go out and tell everybody. Go out and spread the word. Go out and tell people. This same way I tell my wife when she walks into the room and flips them lights on, it may show my filth, it may make me uncomfortable because it's so bright now, but boy, it is so nice to have that comfort, to have some peace. So the lights showed me that I was filthy. Jesus will show you how filthy that you're living. Uh, those lights gave me some pride and, and wanted me to brag about it. You should want to brag about Jesus. But the third thing, and, I, and I'll close with this thought, is that those lights cost me something. And now I'm a, I, I try to be as thrifty as I can or try to be you know, wise in how I spend my money. So I, I did a lot of research when I bought these lights. I didn't spend a ton, but I... I spent X amount of dollars to buy these lights. I bought wires. I spent an hour up in my attic trying to figure out this wiring system that they ran that switch to that ceiling fan. I wasn't ready for it. I was expecting something else. And when I got there, it was a little different. So I spent some extra time. No matter what kind of light that you have in your life, light consumes something. Understand that? Light consumes something. I don't care if you light a stick on fire and get some light, it's consuming the wood. I don't care if it's a light in your house, it's consuming electricity. To get light, it has to consume something in your life. Now every month, I may have bought those light fixtures, I may have spent the time in the attic, bought the wire nuts, electrical tape, junction boxes, and things like that, 
and I did the work and I put in the effort and I had the time and I bought those things. I had something that it, it took me spending my own money, my own time. Uh, but another thing you need to realize is every month I get a power bill. <laughs> okay? Now, I don't know if you realize it, but when you add four lights in a bedroom, four, <laughs> praise the Lord, add one, now I got five. Okay? I got four extra lights in there. No matter if I put LED low energy lights, I'm paying for them. I am paying something every month to have those in my bedroom and to see that filth and to realize how much better I am. It's consuming something. The light of Jesus will cost you something in your life. Realize that today, men. Men. We need to realize that the light of Jesus cost us something. It wasn't long ago I preached a message at our church where pretty much uh, it, I preached salvation. And I did preach on you know the blood of Jesus cost you nothing. And that's about as true as true can be as far as the gospel goes. But we all know that if we've accepted Christ, we've gave up something. Now it's not been, that, that not been really hard for a lot of us. Some of us it's been hard to give up some things in our lives. Some of us have never given up those things like we should have. I'm glad the Bible tells us, shows us that the light of Jesus is the light of the world. And if you bring in the light of Jesus, it's going to cost you something in your life. Mark chapter 8, verse 34. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples, also he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. What does he tell them to do? Deny yourself. Give up something. Give up something in your life. I don't believe he told anybody to desert their families. I don't believe he told anybody to stop supporting uh, the people that they love. But people had to choose what they would do if they would follow Jesus or if they would do something else. So many of us go to church each and every Sunday, Wednesday, however many days of the week we want to gather together, uh, Saturday mornings, and we play church and we pretend to follow Jesus. Uh, and so many times we're not really giving anything up. We're living the same life that we've always lived. It's, everything's hunky-dory. And I'm not saying your, your good life and money being saved and having a nice home, none of those things are wrong. But I'm, I'm glad that the Scripture shows us we have to give some stuff up. What did you give up to follow Jesus? The light of the world is shown upon you and you have seen your filth. The, you, have, you have invested into what Jesus has given you. And what did you give up to really follow Him? There's a lot of uh, other things that light does. There is. I mean, I, I thought of all the wonderful things that, that light does in this world. You know, this is uh, just, just a taste. Are we letting God's Son, Jesus, shine a light in our lives that can affect us and change us? Are we letting a light of Jesus come into our lives and show us what we're doing wrong. You know, uh, if you're spiritually blind, and some people are, and if I had been physically blind when I turned those lights on, I would have never seen the filth. The filth would be there, but I would have never known it because I didn't really know where to look. If I would have invested poorly and done the bad work and did bad things, my lights probably wouldn't last very long, but I'm glad I did it the right way. And I invested correctly. Those things cost me something. You know, if I don't pay the power bill, it'll be shut off. Okay? 
It takes an investment. It takes time. It takes thinking about all the wonderful things that Jesus has done for us. So many times we neglect the blessings that God's put in our lives. We say, well, we have the... I'm going to read it again. He spake unto them saying, I am the light of the world. It's not just the light of Cleburne County or, or Heflin or any other little city in our, in our county. It's the light of the world. It is the light and the blood that saved the entire world. Wiped away all sins. He didn't die just for some. He died for all. And that's the blessing that you've got this morning. If you've been saved, there is no doubt that if you don't realize the power and the saving grace that Jesus died and gave for you, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I see your head shaking. Yeah, something is wrong if you don't realize the power that Jesus has put in your life. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I'm glad we don't have to walk in darkness. You don't have to stumble and fall. You don't have to go through life wondering. I, I just don't know. No, you know. You know what you have to do. You've seen the sins in your life. So many of us turn a blind eye, spiritual light to it, but you've seen it. You know what it is. It's up to you to take care of it. Guess what I did after those lights came on? I started cleaning. <laughs> now my wife would probably disagree. But I wiped some dust off some places, at least with my hands. Straightened that place up. I picked up some of my clothes, cleaned up around my nightstand. That place is a mess. Once you see it, it's up to you to take care of it. You got the light of the world. If you don't know you got issues, you need to take care of them. You need to fix them. So many of us keep on walking. We'll go right by the filth, right by the mess. You know, all those years I walked through that old bedroom, didn't see it quite as good as I needed to, but now I can see it. It's just like the day I got saved. I seen what I was doing wrong. Those lights came on in that bedroom. I done made a mistake. <laughs> It's lighting all my problems up. And we as men take the light of the world and let it change us. That's what I got.